Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to Manifestation Therapy, your trusted source for wisdom on the universal principles and the transformative magic integrating manifestation with the people that you support. I'm your host, Judy, and I'm thrilled to embark on this enlightening journey with you. In every episode, we'll unravel the timeless secrets of the universe, explore the art of conscious creation, and dive deep into Manifestation Therapy's incredible potential. Whether you're a seasoned practitioner or just starting your quest for a more abundant and fulfilling life for yourself and your clients, this podcast will support your growth, inspiration, and empowerment. So let's ignite the power within, align our thoughts with the energy we desire, and be our best potential. Welcome to Manifestation Therapies Podcast. Hi, welcome to Manifestation Therapy, where we explore the profound principles of the universe that shape our lives and the world around us through energy. Be your best potential and support others in the same through this amazing modality, Manifestation Therapy. I'm your host, Judy, and today we're delving into the extraordinary concept of divine oneness. This ancient wisdom has the power to transform the way we perceive ourselves and our place in the universe. Grab a cozy seat and let's embark on this enlightening journey together. So we're going to start at the very beginning. What exactly is the law of divine oneness? At its core, divine oneness is the understanding that everything in the universe is intricately interconnected. So it's the concept that has transcended time and culture, and it's appeared in a lot of different spiritual and philosophical traditions across the globe. I want you to imagine an intricate web. Every thread is woven into the next. Every part is essential to the whole. That's the essence of divine oneness. It's the recognition that we're not isolated entities moving through life independently, but rather interconnected aspects of the greater whole. So the law of divine oneness is the golden thread that weaves through the fabric of existence and connects us all. Within us, we are also interconnected. Our thoughts are connected to our emotions. Our emotions are connected to our body feelings. Our body sensations are connected to our behaviors. Our behaviors connect us to others. To truly appreciate the depth and significance of the divine oneness, we actually have to acknowledge the prevalence in various spiritual and philosophical traditions around the world first. So this universal principle knows no boundaries as it transcends cultural, religious, and geographical divides. So let's look at some different traditions. Hinduism. Um, Hinduism expresses divine oneness through the concept of Brahman, the ultimate formless and eternal reality that unites all things. Then there's Buddhism. So in Buddhism, the interconnectedness of all living beings is fundamental tenet. The concept of interdependence teaches that everything is dependent on something else for its existence, emphasizing the idea that no one and nothing actually exists in isolation. In the Christian tradition, divine oneness is reflected in the belief of a single, all-encompassing God. This God is said to be the source of all life, unifying humanity, and emphasizing the importance of love, compassion, and responsibility towards one another. Different Christian religions can refer to God as different names. Then there's Taoism. The principle of Tao represents the fundamental oneness of interconnectedness of all things. In the philosophy of Taoism, 
um, individuals are encouraged to live in harmony and follow the natural flow of the universe. Even in modern philosophical traditions, thinkers like Albert Einstein, for example, uh, recognize the idea of divine oneness. Einstein is famous for saying the following quote, and it's pretty intense. Ready? A human being is a part of the whole called by us universe, a part limited in time and space. He experiences himself, his thoughts, and feeling as something separated from the rest, a kind of optical delusion of his consciousness. Pretty amazing, right? Now, what all of these traditions and perspectives have in similarity is that they reinforce the idea that we're all interconnected threads in our existence. So it acknowledges and embraces the universal principle of divine oneness to gain insight into our role in the world and how we have potential for greater unity and harmony. I'm going to say those words a lot. Unity, harmony. As we continue to explore divine oneness, think about how it manifests in your daily life and how it has a transformation power to change your life. Let's look at the ripple effect. So divine oneness isn't merely an abstract concept. It actually implies in our daily life uh, tangible possibilities. One is the ripple effect. So I want you to just imagine a pond. It's a still pond. Maybe there's some trees around it, but there's not really much of a breeze. And you'd pick up one of those perfectly flat stones and toss it across the pond. And it creates a series of circles as it ripples outward. But as you do it, it affects everything in its path. This analogy actually encompasses the essence of what divine oneness is. Every action, every thought, every emotion, every intention that we emit is like that pebble in the pond. It has the potential to create ripples that touch not just our immediate surroundings, but in fact, the entire universe. Every choice you make and every interaction you have sends out different energetic vibrations that actually reverberate far beyond what your awareness is. The ripple effect is a reminder that we're not isolated. We don't live in a vacuum and there's an integral part of us that is part of the cosmic whole. So when we act with kindness, compassion, love, gratitude, we actually send out positive ripples that uplift and inspire others, even if it doesn't feel like it in the moment. These small acts of goodness have the power to create a chain reaction, spreading positivity throughout the world. Conversely, negative actions and intentions also have far-reaching consequences. When we act from a place of fear, anger, or selfishness, we send out negative vibrations that disrupt the harmony of the universe. This is why divine oneness encourages us to act with mindfulness, ensuring that the ripples we create are positive and life-affirming. Think of it in family dynamics. If you grow up in your family with parents who are kind and compassionate, who often tell you you are worthy and you are loved and show you affection and meet all your needs, 
who inspire you to do all that you can, that you are good at what you do, who create confidence and um, encourage creativity, then you're going to feel positive yourself. You're going to um, relay this positivity to your friendships in school. You're going to feel like you can do a good job at school. You're going to feel motivated and hopeful and driven to succeed. You may even um, relay this to eventually meeting a partner and attaching securely and having your own family where you continue this process of giving compassion and love to your own children and so on. And it extends out and out and out. Consider the families that don't have the benefit of that. So parents are maybe in a lot of conflict. Maybe there's dysfunction, substance use, abuse. Maybe there's a lot of loss in the family and it's not even the fault of the parents. Maybe there's intergenerational trauma. All this can have an impact on the mental health of the children. Maybe there's fear and anger. Maybe there's a feeling of I'm not good enough or I'm not worthy. Eventually, if you don't get therapy and support, this may pass down to your own children. It may pass down to having toxic relationships of your own with partners. Or maybe you don't feel like you can do well in school, and so you just take less than what you could actually have and deserve. The, the intention and the far-reaching consequence is great. So the ripple effect reminds us that every choice that we make actually matters. It underscores our responsibility to be conscious of the energy that we're projecting into the world. It's actually very important to know the divine oneness and the interconnection we have to understand the rest of the principles, like the law of cause and effect, which is, you know, about, all about karma. It's a powerful reminder that our choices have an impact on the world. And it actually encourages us to continue to act with love and compassion and find gratitude and practice mindfulness. To truly grasp the power of divine oneness, let's look at some real life examples. Um, so through random acts of kindness, like paying for a stranger's coffee or making a donation, uh, giving away your clothes to, you know, one of those charities, I'm not going to mention any, <laughs> Um, we can actually create a ripple effect of positivity. So the recipient may feel inspired to perform an act of kindness for someone else themselves, or it may set off a chain reaction of goodwill. We don't know what kind of day others are having. So I remember when I was heading to a funeral for my brother, I stopped for a coffee. Or rather, when I say stopped, I mean I went through a drive-thru because here in Canada, Tim Hortons is our go-to for cheap coffee and donuts and there wasn't a Starbucks close by, and I needed to get something to wake me up. Well, it, there was a chain of, um, we call it pay it forward, where someone ahead of me, a few cars had started it, and they were paying for the coffee behind them, and so on. Um, I think it becomes a game to see how long it can go on, and how many people will actually um, take part in it. I think once I went through, and it was like up in the 20s, which was kind of cool. But this was happening and I got to the window and mine was already paid for. And I almost got teary because I was so grateful for the act of kindness, just the act of kindness. I, it was only a few bucks, but 
I returned the favor, paying for the one behind me, and it felt so good just to know that there was that goodness in the world on a place on a day that was so dreary and feeling so horrible. It felt good to provide that appreciation for the stranger behind me. Another example is how some of us reduce carbon footprints or participate in the community cleanup. Both of my daughters are almost obsessive about picking up other people's garbage in the park, which was not fun during COVID and I actually carry sanitizer because of it, but it's so heartwarming that they just care about the planet and the future of the environment. My oldest will constantly say she doesn't want a bird or an animal to eat the garbage, so she'll pick it up. On a per- they don't do it to their rooms, however, but we'll get there. On a personal level, <laughs> the power of positive thinking can transform an individual's life. When someone maintains a positive outlook, their thoughts and energy impact not only their well-being, but also the experiences and interactions um, that they attract. Manifestation therapy plays a critical role in supporting this mindset shift into positive thinking. We support others and guide them through the concept of understanding the impact of how they're feeling and thinking on their body and on their environment. Thoughts control our emotions, which our body and environment respond to or react to, but the goal is response. These examples that I've talked about, they demonstrate that our actions and thoughts extend far beyond our immediate surroundings. We have the potential to create lasting change, to influence society, and to impact the world on a grand scale. The law of divine oneness encourages us to recognize the power that we hold and use it to contribute to greater good. So we've discussed a little bit about how our actions and thoughts can create ripples that impact the world. Let's explore the crucial role that intention and energy play in the context of divine oneness. Intention is amazing. Intention is the driving force behind our actions and thoughts. It's that invisible compass, you know, that guides us. When our intentions align with the principles of love and compassion and unity, we amplify that positive energy we emit into the universe. So think of intention as the quality of your thoughts and actions. When you act from a place of genuine authenticity uh, with love and compassion, you infuse your intentions with positive energy. It's actually been shown recently that authenticity is a higher frequency of vibrational energy than emotions like love and gratitude, which are huge. Energy becomes a powerful force for good with intention. Whether it's the form of a kind word or a helping hand or a heartfelt smile, actions carry this positive energy and contribute to the harmony of the world. Again, we don't know the kind of day people are having. Even just smiling at someone as you pass them by might encourage a higher frequency of vibration for their energy. It might give them that positive uplift that they need in that moment. So when our intentions are rooted in negativity, like anger, greed, or fear, the energy emitted is discordant. This energy disrupts the natural flow of the universe. It creates imbalances and disharmony. We attract more of what we put out. So we will have toxic interactions, aggressive situations, and fear-inducing experiences. When I talk about that, I don't mean to 
you know, put additional shame or uh, fear on those kind of negative emotions. Rather, it's about learning that we're having them, building awareness, feeling them, and releasing them as opposed to acting on them. The law of divine oneness encourages us to be just mindful about our intentions and what we're thinking and feeling. It's a reminder that that energy we release into the world has a lasting impact. If we seek to create a more harmonious and interconnected world, we must align our intentions with the universal principles of love, unity, and compassion. It's all about being authentic and genuine. You can do this through practices like meditation. I know, I know. Everybody says, you gotta meditate. And um, it's not necessarily about doing yoga and, you know, closing your eyes and meditating without a thought in your head for five to 10 minutes or longer. Uh, A lot of people can't do that. And a lot of people are actually resist that on the fact that they feel their thoughts are constantly spinning and they just can't calm down. Mindfulness and meditation do not have to be so difficult. I have a million thoughts in a moment. And my meditation is usually a guided one, but that's after years of practice. So it can just be about sitting quietly for a few moments and focusing on your breath or just having intention when you're doing a behavior, like when you're eating or taking a sip of water or taking a walk, you're refocusing all the time as opposed to allowing those thoughts to take over and control your emotions and behaviors. By doing so, you not only benefit your own well-being, but you also send out positive vibrations to the universe, and you'll get more of it. Understanding the role of intention and energy in divine oneness empowers us to become conscious creators of our reality. So we get encouraged to be more mindful of the energy that we're projecting and the intentions that we're setting, knowing that they are playing a pivotal role in shaping the world around us. So as you navigate your daily life, remember the profound impact of intention and energy. Harness the power of these elements and actively contribute to the interconnection that you experience with divine oneness. Promote harmony and unity on a global scale by promoting it in your own body. When we set positive intentions rooted in love and compassion, we actually become channels for harmonious energy. Positive intentions strengthen the connections between other individuals that we interact with. So when we look at a relationship with love and compassion, we can create a safe and nurturing space for others to express themselves authentically. This fosters deeper bonds and understanding. If you have, I don't know, a child, a parent, uh, a spouse, a partner, a sibling, um, I don't know, Uncle Ted, if you have conflict with this person and you want to re, re, to make up, you can dissolve conflicts and misunderstandings through uh, energetically feeling love and compassion for them. Now, I'm not saying you need to make up with Uncle Ted, and I'm not saying that you need to always put out forgiveness and love and compassion towards them, but allowing it yourself even if you don't uh, verbalize it or put it out to them, it feels better and it helps you attract better. 
by approaching conflict with an intention to find common ground and promote harmony, we actually pave the way for peace and for resolution. So let's say it's a child and you have constant conflict about them using their uh, social media. It's a huge one right now. If instead of focusing on communicating the um, frustration you have and the um, shame and wanting them to quit, if instead you focus on what they're good at and how you enjoy connecting with them and finding something that you can do together without technology may help to resolve the conflict at least a little bit and create some more peace and harmonious atmosphere so that they want to put down their phones as well. Our positive intentions and actions serve as a source of inspiration for those around us. When we lead with love and compassion, we become beacons of positivity, encouraging others to follow suit. According to the universal principles, we are compensated for what we put out or consequented for the effect of our actions. With the law of attraction, like attracts like, and when we send out positive intentions with energy, we tend to attract similar energy in return. This leads to a life filled with love, kindness, and joy. And who doesn't want that? right? On a grander scale, the collective intentions of humanity have the power to shape the world. When we collectively set intentions of peace, equality, and love, we contribute to a more harmonious global community. The energy from prayer or sending positive vibes out, so to speak, from the form of healing have been seen by many to have a great impact. I've seen it myself. So when my daughter was born uh, at six months, so she was born four months early, she was a pound and a half. I was terrified, but I had hope. So I had so many people in my community, in my family, and much further away that were sending healing Reiki energy or um, just praying for her and her survival and her health. She not only survived, but doctors later told me that they were actually surprised her health improved as well as it did. She survived her early birth, which included six minutes without oxygen before they intubated her. She survived 99 days on oxygen. She had a scare of pneumonia, a scare of staph infection. She had six blood transfusions. And all of this was being from a pound and a half to three pounds. When she reached three pounds, we knew that she was going to make it, but we still didn't know if she was going to have any, you know, effects from all this. However, I really count on all that energy that was sent our way, the positivity, the love, the compassion, because today my daughter is a happy, healthy nine-year-old. And I really do feel in my heart that her success was dependent on the gift of all that energy sent her way when she was in the NICU. So thank you to everybody. Um, by recognizing the impact of these positive intentions and love in the context of divine oneness, we understand that we have the capacity to be powerful agents of change. Our ability to send out loving and compassionate energy into the universe means we actively promote unity, healing, and positive transformation. Something that is crucial to explore within the law of divine oneness is the concept of balance and harmony. Try to think of a universe as an intricate ecosystem where every element, every being is part of the whole. In this grand tapestry of existence, balance is the linchpin that keeps everything in check. 
when we upset this balance, whether through actions, intentions, or thoughts, it has far-reaching consequence. Consider nature. In its pristine state, it operates in equal, uh, in a perfect equilibrium. When one species becomes overpopulated, it can lead to a disruption in the entire ecosystem. This demonstrates how balance is essential to the harmony and sustainability of our planet. So the same applies in our own relationships and lives. When we act with love and compassion, we maintain balance within ourselves and in our connections with others. But when we act from a place of fear, anger, selfishness, lack, we upset the equilibrium and create disharmony. This imbalance can manifest as personal challenges, conflicts in relationships, or it can be um, fear of lack, fear of failure, or even broader societal issues. Recognizing the importance of balance in the law of divine oneness actually encourages us to act mindful. So we begin to align our actions with the greater harmony of the universe. It's worth noting, I guess, that the achieving balance isn't about, you know, being, being focused on a lack of diversity. So diversity is actually an essential part of the balance. Diverse ecosystems thrive, and so does a world filled with diverse cultures, perspectives, and ideas. On an individual level, disrupting the balance can actually manifest as stress, anxiety, inner turmoil. Acting from a place of fear, anger, or selfishness can take a toll on our mental and emotional well-being. We end up feeling disconnected, unhappy, um, low self-worth. When we disrupt the balance of our interactions with others, we have strained relationships. We end up having toxic partners, um, feeling rejected, conflicts, misunderstandings, a lack of empathy, uh, if our intentions aren't aligned with love and compassion. This not only affects our personal connections, but also, you know, on a broader scale, those that we connect with and those that they connect with and those that they connect with. There's injustice. There's inequality. We can't escape it. It happens in the world. But often these have resulted from actions and intentions that don't consider the greater good of interconnectedness. The balance has been disrupted through different relationships or practices that harm the planet. Um, many spiritual traditions actually suggest that the consequences of our actions, whether positive or negative, have a way of returning to us. This is often referred to as karma. It is the law of cause and effect in the principles of the universe. Karmic consequences in our lives uh, have been created through disruption of balance. Recognizing the consequences of disrupting balance is actually a powerful motivator for acting with mindfulness and responsibility. It can highlight the importance of aligning our intentions with love, compassion, and unity to avoid disharmony. I don't know how many people I can talk about or have met that have been through horrible trauma, challenging times, but when they um, realize that they're at this dis disruption in their life, this negative consequence, 
it almost awakens them to how small they are in the big scheme of things, in the big story, and they kind of have an awakening, a shift into positive and love and forgiveness. Understanding this law of divine oneness reminds us that our actions and our intentions are not inconsequential. They hold power to affect ourselves and the world at large. So make a habit of performing random acts of kindness. I don't know. Hold the door open for someone. Make a donation. Go to your local charity shop and shop. Uh, You can do smaller acts of kindness to create positive ripples. Being conscious of your impact on the environment, reduce waste, conserve resources, support sustainability efforts, recognize the interconnectedness of all life on our planet. Forgiveness is a hugely powerful tool for healing and restoring balance in relationships. Why hold on to a grudge for someone else's mistake. There's this story uh, about, I'm going to try not to get it wrong here, but it's basically two monks are walking through a forest and they're, they have taken a silence vow. So they're not supposed to speak to each other, to anyone else. They're also not supposed to touch women. And it has just rained and they're walking through the forest and they come to this huge, um, puddle that goes across the road and on the other side of the road is an elderly woman who doesn't want to cross because she doesn't want to get soaked the one monk says I can help you walks across lifts her up carries her across the the puddle and sets her down and then the two monks carry on their way um, probably both getting wet although I don't know that part of the story the whole way to the monastery where they're going The other monk is in his head thinking, I can't believe he carried her. Why did he carry her? He broke his vow. He spoke to her and he carried her. It's unbelievable. How could he do this? Um, How could he be against God? And so on. Anyway, they reach the monastery and before they go in, the second monk says to the first, "I I have to ask why did you break your vows? Why did you carry that woman? You touched her and you spoke to her. And the first monk says, um, I carried her for like 10 seconds and you've been carrying her for days during our journey. I should ask you why. So, you know, the moral of the story is why carry someone else's mistake? Why carry someone else's act on yourself? Why take that on? Holding on to grudges, it disrupts the flow. So forgiveness allows us to find harmony again. There is a lot of um, ways to forgive. I'm not going to go into them in detail, but I will talk about them in future episodes. Also, it's important to do a lot of self-care. Self-care is caring for yourself and learning to love yourself in a way that is not just about, you know, getting your nails done, but more so about learning who you are, accepting yourself. Caring for yourself is essential for being able to care for others in the world. Maintain your physical and mental well-being and allow yourself to approach life with a positive and compassionate outlook. Practicing community engagement is helpful. 
getting involved in your local community, engaging with others in activities or charitable work. It fosters a sense of unity and interconnectedness. I'm not suggesting if you're an introvert, you go out and celebrate and embrace everybody um, going to big social events. I'm an introvert and I started a community group on Facebook for uh, moms in the area with a friend of mine. Recognizing that uh, there's diversity of cultures, beliefs, and perspectives, and, you know, it's just part of our existence. We're interconnected, just even though we're different. Continue learning about the principles of divine oneness and the philosophies that promote interconnectedness. Knowledge is a powerful tool for personal and collective growth. One way to do this is to keep listening. Or you can visit my website at manifestationtherapy.com and take the course I have on Universal Principles. Right now, it's a low price of $33. And that way, you can take a deeper dive into not only this principle, but each of them. Now, imagine, if you will, a world where the significant portion of humanity consciously embodies the principles of love, compassion, authenticity, and interconnectedness. In such a world, the ripple effect of positive intentions and actions multiplies, creating a collective force for good. When more people embrace divine oneness, our societies begin to reflect this shift. We see greater equality, increased social justice, and an overall focus on the common good. The collective consciousness evolves towards harmony and unity. It's important to remember that collective change begins with individual change. So embody the principles of divine oneness in your own life. Inspire others to do the same. This transformative ripple, uh, it can lead to a global shift. At the core of divine oneness is the recognition of our shared humanity. Embracing divine oneness encourages empathy. And when we understand that the struggle and joys of one person are shared by all, we naturally become more compassionate and supportive. Empathy is actually a cornerstone of unity and harmony. I went through a great deal of trauma as a child and as a young adult. And through understanding of the universal principles and practicing mindfulness and meditation, forgiveness and kindness, I actually began to connect with a deeper sense of who I was and what my purpose could be in the world. Through the practice of forgiveness and embracing the idea of divine oneness, I learned to release my pain and find healing. My journey towards personal transformation, it actually allowed me to let go of the past and the trauma and experience a profound sense of inner peace. In saying that, I also had years of therapy and focus on myself with intense self-care and education. So I just want to invite everybody to take a moment for self-reflection. Consider how the principle of divine oneness resonates with you and your own experiences, beliefs, and values. Have you ever felt a profound sense of interconnectedness with the world or with others? What circumstances or experiences led to this feeling? And if you haven't, do you know anyone that has? Are there moments in your life when you've acted from a place of love and compassion and unity? And how was the response to that? Conversely, are there moments in your life where you've acted from a place of fear or loathing or anger? And how did your actions impact others? Can you recall times that you've experienced personal growth or transformation through others acting kindly or forgiveness or mindfulness? 
What insights did these experiences provide? How do you envision a world that fully embraces divine oneness? What would it look like and what role could you play in manifesting that vision? Just take a few moments and reflect on those questions, either now or in your own time. Self-reflection is a powerful tool for personal growth and transformation, and it can help you better understand the impact divine oneness has in your life. As we wrap up today's episode, I hope you've gained a deeper understanding of the incredible principle of divine oneness. Remember, we're all part of a vast interconnected web of existence. Our thoughts, intentions, and actions have a profound impact on the world. Embrace this principle. We can move closer to a more harmonious and compassionate world by doing so. Let's continue exploring the wisdom that shapes our reality and work together to create a better future. Now, until the next time, stay mindful, stay connected, and keep seeking the truth. Don't forget to grab my course while it's only $32 at manifestationtherapy.com. Like and follow for more episodes and be your best potential.